0: A couple of weeks ago, I was hosting the drive show for Heather, and it came to the huddle and one of the panelists welcomed me by saying, hello, Anaru. How are you? Well, unfortunately, I was in a bit of a snippy mood, and so I snapped back by saying, sorry, is Anaru my real name, mate? Chill out, Andrew, he said. I was just being friendly, said the panelist, who was indeed Maori, called me Anaru. Now, I didn't take it any further. I was making a point. Anaru, though, is not my name. My name is Andrew. Not Andy, not Drew. But Andrew, I've seen uh, Simon on the news, Simon Dallow, calling Andrew's Anaru. Now, if he did it to me, I'd say, mate, sorry, I'm Andrew, not Anaru. Who's that? Anaru is a Maori equivalent, but it's not the name given to me by my parents. It is not the name I've answered to my whole life. So when I did that, a few people suddenly emailed me and said, wow, that's great. You stood up to the wokeness, you know, that liberal obsession with introducing the Maori language into our day-to-day conversations. Uh, more and more and more and more. That's not what I was doing, actually. Uh, I was making a point, and the point was actually about mutual respect for the two national languages of our country. If Maori want me to respect their language, well, obviously they have to respect my language too. If they want me to call them by their name, they have to call me by my name. If Maori think they can call me anaru any time they please, then they can't. And they certainly can't complain if I decide to call every Hone, or Tipine I meet, John and Stephen. Nice to meet you, Stephen. It's Tipine. Doesn't matter, I'm calling you, I'm calling you Stephen, mate. Because Shane called me Anaru. And non maori by the way, can't complain when Maori asked for traditional place names to be reinstated. Captain Cook called Taranaki Maunga, Mount Egmont in 1770. He didn't ask whether it already had a name. What is source for the goose is also source for the gander. So I believe in the mutual respect for our two languages, but mutual respect for the languages in this country is in a strange moment right now. It's reflective of our current state of race relations. There is an irrational and visceral anger at any broadcaster who chooses to spread a little bit of te through their broadcast. Now, admittedly, some of the attempts by some of them are absolutely excruciatingly try-hard and blood-curdling, as anyone who's ever heard... Susie Ferguson tried to tell the time in Maori mm. but the reactions to some, to any Maori of any sort interspersed into news bulletins is just, they're furious at hearing a smattering of an official language, they're okay watching TV interviews where there's sign language going on left, right and centre, oh boy talk the Maori oh, a language that has been heard on these shores for 700 years an official language since 1987 it is out of proportion fury and I think exposes a deeper animosity towards Māori. We have, of course, the Tauranga Payers Alliance, who made the news and attendees stood up, launched into a stand of Māori greeting, was met instantly by jeers and shouts of, SPEAK ENGLISH! She said six words, for goodness sake, of welcome. So I suspect at the moment this fury has been spurred on by the fear that Māori political power is increasing, and more and more they're looking to be in charge of their own affairs. But, to be frank, a a dislike of Māori has been bubbling under the surface for a while, and it affects many non-Māori in this country. The crowd in Tauranga that night, and even Peter Williams said it, was unbelievable, childish, quite vile, shameful to many, and yes, just more than a little bit racist. Plus overly sensitive, and too easily offended, just like the the snowflakes they are. So just a request. Could all those Māori language haters just shut up for a bit and let the adults do the talking? You will find you are on the wrong side of history. If you do not like Māori and that language Māori, go somewhere where it's not an official language.